that you enjoy this and send more questions in the future. Yeah, and we did get response, which is really yeah, nice because yeah. it, you know, it implies so that people are following along, people are participating. Got a few silly questions, but that's okay. We'll ask I mean, some I'm of not those a silly too. Person by nature, so I don't appreciate it. Uh, Lol. So, <laughs> poop emoji. In the <laughs> because we like to throw around dice, we're not going to stop uh, just because we're answering some questions. So we're going to have some fun with this, and one person will read a question, and then they'll roll a six-sided die. That'll determine who will read, who will answer the question, and if we get a six, something fun will happen. Ooh, what could it be? <laughs> Crazy question. Spooky, mysterious question <laughs> and answer. So who wants to start with the first question? And side note, it's really late at night. Work. weird that's why <laughs> yeah, that's, why. <laughs> yeah, that's part only, of it it's the only reason you're starting numero uno go i will be reading the first question let's see who's gonna answer it <gasps> crazy <laughs> crazy question well whoever's number four is going to be the one answering this crazy no question. it's four from your left oh four from my left so courtney, courtney. <gasps> Make it a good one. Courtney, a rhinoceros is at your front door. What do you do? I lock it. I shoot it. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have two doors to my house. I I just go out the back. Yes. You just abandon the house to the rhinoceros. Wait, do I know it's there? Final answer? You know it's there. Is it hostile? You don't know. I, I shoot it. Just gonna ask if you know it. Do I know the rhinoceros? Do I know it? Does it have a name? Are we on a first name basis? It's Rob the rhinoceros. Nope, I've never met a Rob I liked. I shoot it. Jk, I've met plenty of Robs. I liked half of them. I still shoot. <laughs> All right. So that's okay. an interesting Crazy way to start off a community Q and A. Sorry, so Rob. Who answers it? Then why are we rolling this one? If you get a six. Oh, it's only if you get a six. <laughs> I thought you rolled them together. He did. Three! Oh, that's me. Yes. What was the inspiration behind your character? Ah, Nimbly Anna Bones. (laughs) So yeah, obviously he was a bad parody of Indiana Jones, just meant for some short-term humor. The the player's companion guide for the uh, Ruins of Aslan campaign suggests the um, uh, archaeologist archetype for a bard. Uh, and it fits the campaign really well, and I've kind of wanted to play that. So I I just did the obvious answer because I'm not a very creative person and made a bad knockoff Indiana Jones, who has clearly not developed to be anything like Indiana Jones would actually be. He just rattles off cliched Indiana Jones one-liners and, and has a sleazy kind of chauvinist attitude, and that's really where the similarity ends. So And uh, whips. And he has a whole pile of whips, which even <laughs> that was a terrible parody because I, Indy only ever carries the one. <laughs> um, yeah, just all, wrong all around. But the inspiration was me not being very creative and reading the player's guide. <laughs> hey, why not? Let's see what we got here. Uh, so I got, I'll get a question for John then. Um, uh, John, do you think you're very similar to Zornia? Aside from you being a petite, young, <laughs> ethnic woman. <laughs> um, yes, uh, like, you know, I'm male, so there's that too. Obvious similarities. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, I'd say I'm, I am similar to Zornia. Um, I'd say I'm at least relatively book smart. I don't know if I'd say I'm as much of a bookworm as Zornia's kind of making out to be. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely that. I don't know if I'd say I'm as adventurous as her. She literally uprooted her life to come across the ocean at the age of 16. Do you have magical powers? Ooh, well, that's question. an obvious one. I mean, of yes. course I do. <laughs> Are you cursed? Obviously. Do you actually <laughs> study have... any history like Zornia? Is, is history one of your academic backgrounds, or is that chosen more campaign-specific? That's more of a campaign-slash-story reason yeah. for that one. 
Crazy How many hot fudge sundays could you eat in a really hot day? I feel like a number of hot fudge sundays requires like some time interval. 24 hours of hot fudge sundays? How many could you get down? How many scoops are we talking about on a Sunday here? <laughs> Your average three scoops. I'm doing a three scoop Sunday. Is it soft serve? Soft serve. No, it's not. <gasps> scoops. It can't be soft serve. It's <laughs> three scoops. Well, I mean, I can. Hard serve I can, scoops. I could probably shovel down a pretty solid. If I got a whole day, nothing else going on, you know what I mean? Nothing else going on. I could. <laughs> I imagine I could handle. 50 or 60 scoops of ice cream in a day. That's a lot of dairy, man. That's a lot of... Well, we're not asking what are the consequences of you eating (laughs) your maximum number of Sundays, right? We're not going to get into that. That's three 18-wheelers. That's a lot. (laughs) But I I think I could pack away 20 Sundays if you gave me a whole day to dedicate to it, nothing else going on, and I did not have to consider the consequences. There are obviously a lot of variables, but... (laughs) I'm not gonna get into those. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not right. gonna get too deep into good the crazy question. question. That's not a good question, <laughs> but I'm glad you went with it. <laughs> Aaron, what race would you never want to play? I think I would never want to play a goblin. They are just too comedic. Really, the whole intention of a goblin is to be foolish. I mean, their weapon of choice is to kill a dog or a horse because they hate them so much. Um, I did not know that. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, you say that's all. Dog slicers and horse choppers. <laughs> no, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like dogs and horses. No, I know. Funny. Um, so, yeah, I, think, I would say the goblin. Um, there just doesn't seem to be anything redeeming. They're tiny, they're pathetic, and they smell bad. I think I'd rather play a rat, even. Hey, rat folk are pretty cool. They are. That's a pretty cool race. Um, That's pretty edgy, given that the (laughs) new edition of Pathfinder has kind of introduced goblins as a core race. Yeah, there was a whole spat over that when they're putting out the new rule set. There was, um, and I think I'll still stay away from them. Yeah. I think I'll explore, you know, the new builds on my favorite race which is halflings yeah all right next question <laughs> <laughs> crack die yeah, it was a crack die we all got ready right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's answered a question mm-hmm. let's see we'll go with this and this is more directed at the character but also the player Willakoya, what do you like about having a companion like Baracoli? And then to Sarah, if you had to recreate Willakoya, would you choose to have a companion again? And if so, would it be another plant? I do like having a companion, especially because um, Willakoya is not terribly good at fighting. It's just not one of the things that's it's not really in her nature, and she's she's really not very coordinated every time she tries to use weapons um so i definitely um would have another companion again and i and i do like having it the best thing about it for me has been his ability to defend me um he's kind of my muscle he's sort of you know he can smash enemies and stuff without me having to really do much of anything um and i definitely would pick a a plant again because Maybe not a sapling necessarily, but there's there's actually kind of a there's a couple different um, plant companions that are pretty cool that have interesting interesting traits. So um, yeah, I would definitely choose a plant companion again. I'll remember that for when I kill broccoli. Oh no! <laughs> Plot twist. Spoiler alert! <laughs> no kidding. Hey, you can revive him in like a week. Shadowing. <laughs> Growing up. <laughs> Crazy question <gasps> for Sarah. <clears throat> One, two. Oh, I thought that was three. Two to the left. All right. So, That's the crazy question. Which 
die are you most like? <laughs> die am I most are you a D4, a D6, <laughs> a D8? How many sides do you are there, Sarah? <laughs> How many I'm personalities do you have? <laughs> I figured there was a D joke in there. Examining each of the dice, close your eyes, feel them in the hand, the contours, mm, much Mm. like your own Mm. contours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that so much. (laughs) Just Um, remember the often forgotten D2s, D3s, and D100s. D100s. Isn't a D2 a coin? Yes, it is. A coin. I like... (laughs) So say that one. I like this one. Because the 10. No, 12. the 12. Because it's... I don't know. I just like the way it, it feels in the hand and it's got good shape and I like a D12. It's my favorite. There you go. Decided. I pinned you as a D8. I almost chose that. Maybe it's because you were just holding it. Oh, no, you weren't. <laughs> the D8 reminds me of that little this thing in Harry Potter. Uh, the golden the, Nope. The turn? The nope. <laughs> the the Deathly Hallow. Oh, the uh, Philosopher's Stone. Mm, yes. Like Not changing my answer. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Sticky you were aware it. that it had a Harry Potter link. Uh, four? That would. You're asking. You're. You're going to yeah, answer let, everyone for the rest of the night. Let's see again. Let's do another. Well, I can't ask myself a question. Yes, can you I? can. <laughs> okay, Aaron. Okay. Um, let's see. Since most of the questions we got were about um, characters, I was actually kind of wondering, um, do you like Ruins of Aslan as a campaign running it, or would you have preferred to do a campaign in a different setting, a Metropolis campaign, or something that's got kind of more in the main part of Galarian that's got a little more lore? Um, I mean, there are definitely some parts of uh, Ruins of Aslan that are a little bit harder to deal with, like the fact that you're in the middle of nowhere, so, you know, the whole shopping thing is an issue. But I really like the exploring aspect of it, and uh, definitely will come in come up to some creatures that very few people have ever seen so that whole unknown nature but pretty much every um campaign i've read about has its own little quirks and whatnot that are a little hard to deal with like with ruins of aslan it's pretty much the underwater combat that is um catching us up in many places and uh getting a little difficult to handle at sometimes, but uh, I think we're getting better at that. And in general, I really like the storyline of this one and where you guys are going with it. So I'm glad that we went with this one. All right. I don't know if that was even the question. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, that's good. What do you got for me? All right, Tyler. <clears throat> Is it difficult to imagine the settings or surroundings of your game? So far, I guess not, right? We, we've been in pretty normal places, a cave. The, the harder things to imagine about this campaign, because it's mostly small town village type of place. I know that. Little coastal dock stuff. I know that. Um, little cave or underground little tunnel thing. That's not too hard to picture. But then we got all these weird creatures in them. Things with tentacles. I think we... we waffled around about what exactly a Grendelo looked like for a long time, trying to figure out uh, where the distinction between goblin and beakfish type of thing was with, with what exactly that looked like. Um, so imagining what Aberrations looks like is kind of tricky, but um, little coastal villages, you know, we live in Maine, so we can hop down to a haunted Lovecraftian village anytime we feel like it. It's just right over there on the coast. <laughs> it's just right over there. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> We can no drive <laughs> into a marsh full of fish people any day we want. I will say, like, I feel like one of the things that I thought would be hard that isn't is the whole underwater depth thing. I think we did a good thing with the blocks and, like, showing yeah. how deep you are. Because I feel like that could have been a challenge. But I think we, we handled it pretty well. Oh. <laughs> Sir. Um, why is there danger everywhere? Your characters never get a day off. 
I don't, I would like to know the same question. <laughs> I do not know the answer to this. Um, maybe it's because we attract danger. See, I blame Tyler for all of it, really. I mean, he rubbed a priest on a wall. Like, no. our first time there. It was our first day. That's, that's true. <laughs> But you also just I broke mean, right through. Right. <laughs> I mean, did okay. we take your grace? Were there some mistakes that were made? Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, so would I have changed it? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we played that all right. I mean, really, it hasn't gone badly. We got Amber's everything. We did get a pretty sweet bow. It was out pretty of that. awesome. Okay, thank you, Tyler, for smearing a priest on the wall. Yeah, frankly, I don't think that guy ever <laughs> saw what was coming. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Caught him off guard. <laughs> As he continues to haunt the place. Mm. <laughs> Still caught off guard. <laughs> to this day. Aaron, right? Yep. Yes. Just trying to see which question would apply. Some of these, <laughs> um, I'm guessing like that one would be just a straight up no. <laughs> yeah, it's a little harder for Aaron because most of the people's questions had to do with characters and playing characters. But I mean, he could probably translate it to his role as a GM. Yeah. <coughs> Do GMs die when they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should ask. <laughs> you should ask that one. I think that's a good one. I like that question. I like it better. I think. Let's see. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not. Oh, I'll, I'll try this one. Switch it a little bit. No, no, that one's done. Oh my gosh! Switch it. Right okay, up. no, we'll we'll go with this one. Of the NPCs we've encountered so far, which character, or which of them, would you find that you most align with in qualities? That's a fun question. Harcourt Carrollby, High and awesome. Snooty, uh, the scared cartographer Peril Bays, the elf lady, the pig master, aka <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the guy who almost died in quicksand that we saved. Oh, gosh. Him. Oh, I know that wasn't the guy. She's another one. She is. She is another one. Um, I'm going to have to say Carver Hastings. Um, the horse guy? No, he's the, uh, he's the archaeologist. He's the other uh, archaeologist. The, the one part. that you guys have uh, thoroughly pissed off. I believe I accused him <laughs> of being an Aslanti spy. Yes. Yes, uh, I, I feel as though, <laughs> like John, I feel as though I'm, you know, quite uh, fond of learning new things. And um, actually, I at one point I was in college to become an archaeologist. So I mean, me too. That... <laughs> Holy moly! So uh, there's that. But I just <clears throat> knowing more than than the rest of the people around the table, I. I feel as though you know everything i know about him kind of fits who i am and that'll just unravel as we go along uh, and you'll find more so we'll get to know him and you yeah <laughs> i knew it aaron's an aslanti spy <laughs> well, yeah of course <laughs> i am the gm he's the, GM. He's all the, he's the spy spies. he's the all spies freaking mm, he's knew the it. network Five. <gasps> okay, let's see here. I really want to know this question. So, as Epirus, you're incredibly strong, but she's also incredibly tiny. How did she come to be so powerful? Well, if we're going based on background, I consider that she grew up on the streets and had to fend for herself, so she was really tough that way. If we're going straight up, <laughs> straight up building the character, I rolled the dice and it came up as four ten, and I was like, "crap," <laughs> and whatever. So she's really short, really powerful, and drowns most of the time that we're just walking through water. So what would normally be like waist height or something for people it's 
over my noggin. I don't think people are usually <laughs> 10 feet tall. <laughs> They're huge. They're huge. I think, short the, I think that person would be categorized yeah, as be large. Too. That's that Yeah, is but a if you're 4'10, everyone's looking Everyone, everyone's looking massive. You're looking up at everyone. But no, um, I think it's nose. really it's really the street smarts and the she knew she had to be tough in order to fend for herself and she uh, doesn't take no crap from nobody. Well, let's put it this way. At the strength that she's at, she is slightly stronger than an ogre or a gorgon. Um, How strong is she compared to the Hulk? Mm, yes. Well, a rhinoceros <laughs> is just slightly stronger. So somewhere between Rob. an ogre <laughs> and Rob the rhinoceros. How did all, she get to be as strong back. as a baby rhinoceros? Well, as a child, she was raised um, by rhinoceros. when her mom really loved a rhino. No. Ew. God, no. No. God, it went no. off the rails quick. <laughs> I told you, it was really late at night. Um, no. Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess it's the power of Pathfinder. And she has really big arms. <laughs> She's short, but really big arms. They look so slender. It's, it's <laughs> contouring. She's really good with makeup. <laughs> Classic mode. Kim K, she taught her. <laughs> Another one for Sarah. She's so popular. No, Sarah, you're, you're popular. popular among no. six-sided you dice. Yeah, you should have chosen the D6. Here's impossible. Pop Just because it loves me doesn't mean I love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. What's something that you and uh, Sarah? What's something you and Willaquia have in common? We both really love trees <laughs> <laughs> and all things forest related in general. And that's kind of what drew you to that whole tree singer archetype. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I have a fondness for trees and forests. The whole. The whole shebang. Trees plus location of trees. (laughs) (laughs) And everything else that's in it. Ferns, sorrel. Fallen tree leaves. Stuff, you know. Or angles. Or angles. Depending (laughs) on the variety of tree. Yep. Or angles. Artichokies. Artichokies, not technically from a tree. What qualities does your character have that you wish you did? Um, twenty-two strength. I think <laughs> some. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> if I could be a little more powerful than a rhino, or a little less powerful than a rhino, that she would be cool. She has really beautiful hair. She does have really pretty hair. Thank you. <laughs> um, got that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't need that part of her, <laughs> but I do like her hair. Um. But I, I like the fact that she sometimes acts before thinking, which is not always a good quality, but I think sometimes I could be a little bit more that way because I tend to so be a planner. Spontaneity. Spontaneity, but like... Crazy spontaneity. Yeah. Impulsive, like potentially... Yes. Burning things. Threatening. <laughs> Impulsive. Aggressiveness. Impulsive. You know, it's all sounding better the way you guys put it. <laughs> Asking if she could kill gnomes. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Like that, I, I think she I admire that quality in her. I like Did anyone she, um... disagree? Well, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. pretty so sure long. everyone disagreed about the killing. I gnomes. think they did. Oh no, actually, I don't think he did because he really didn't like them. No, yeah. I fled. Nibliana really did not like them. Not a big um, fan. But yeah, in general, I just I admire her. Just go for it and don't really care what other people think. Nice. Yeah. You're up. You're up. Europe. Oh. <laughs> All right. Africa. <laughs> John, let's see. Asia. <laughs> what item that your character has would she feel lost without? That is a tough one because she's got a, a few that are actually pretty important to her. I would actually have to say it is the. I don't know if it's brooch or brooch. Um, but it's the thing that she uses to clasp her cloak together just under her neck. Why? Um, it's just something that she's had since she was a little girl. And just for some reason, she feels like if she ever lost it, 
she would be missing a part of herself, but she can't really explain why. Is it a Horcrux? <gasps> Is your name Tom Riddle? No. Zorn, Zornia. Zorn Riddle. Is it like a weird acronym? That, that would be a really weird acronym. <laughs> since there's a Z in the name. Z's in Tom, Tom Riddles. Riddles. <laughs> it's like his twin brother. Tom, it's the rapper version. Tom uh, Riddle. The Rizzle. Tom Rizzle. Tom Z. Tom Z the Rizzle. Alright. Sorry. Sorry. No, that was a good answer. I guess sec- a secondary to that would probably be the staff that she has with her. Mm. Um, it's hand hand carved and it's got a inscription on it that she herself carved that's in Aslanti that reads as time allows mm. and that's just she spends parts of her day just contemplating that phrase and maybe she gets power from that maybe she doesn't she's just, just like a mantra kind of yeah okay. that's cool but it's something instead of saying it she just has it and it's visible if anyone can read it read as much aha me once again tyler do you think your character would like you uh would nimbliana bones like me I don't know. He's he's kind of a narcissist, right? Does Nimbliana Bones like anyone, or is he just kind of out to achieve his own ends? Uh, I think he I think he probably doesn't care much for very many people. After all, he's kind of a conspiracy theory nut, and clearly, uh, he is um, uh, chaotic. Good, I think, is how I how I planned him out. <clears throat> Um, and he's he's definitely played more on the chaotic side. Um, you know, he, he <laughs> all all that comes to mind is like you putting red strings and like traps all around yeah. our, our house. I, like... Well, I remember the intro to one episode where I was like, "So are we gonna rob all these people?" That's not really our style, is it? Right? So he's, I guess, he kind of considered that he could be evil and decided not to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't think he have any interest in me i'm not nearly exciting or interesting enough to draw his attention in the first place am i he's he's got bigger better things to worry about than little old tyler morrison (laughs) zornia well not zornia (laughs) Zornia. (laughs) whatever (laughs) okay let's see can a bad character be made good through the course of a game? Explain how you're answering it, because that can be taken many different ways. Um, I'm going to go in bad being like evil, bad. And I think the obvious is yes, a, a character could definitely go from being bad to being good but then also vice versa and i feel like the good to bad or good to evil is kind of easier i guess um but if there's to go from evil to good if there's enough positive influence i think anyone can change um how that would play out on a tabletop or especially in this particular um campaign is hard to really say um but i can also definitely see how good to evil would be very easy here if you're stealing from your fellow colonists making their lives harder for reasons just just pleasure yourself like see get pleasure from them that's don't be immature courtney (laughs) Like going in and like breaking all the woodcutters' axes just to see them laugh, like, or not so. So you can get a laugh from seeing their reaction. That'd be a pretty evil thing to do, in my opinion. So that could definitely sway you out of the good. Sorry. It, that, that. <laughs> yeah. The majority of a twelve-year-old. 
I think I'd have to roll for my maturity yeah, <laughs> on a given day. On a D6. Surprising number of laughs at the phrase, please yourself, from no, this group of people pleasure. over 30 years old. <laughs> Crazy questions! Crazy, Crazy questions! Courtney. A crazy question for Courtney. <gasps> Very alliterative. Question spelled with a C. Ugh. My name's called Courtney. K. Oh. Fail. Oh, that's CQK. Here's a question for Courtney. <laughs> it's actually a lot funnier when you think about it. Especially since you kind of sound like maybe the, uh, what's the group that he's afraid of, that Nimbly Zana's afraid of? Uh, the, the nefarious, nefarious association of zealous ideologues. Do they maybe sound like she just did? <laughs> they they Does may she sound have like a gnome? funny accents. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Courtney, if you were the GM of this game, um, what situation would have been most different from the way it played out with Aaron as a GM? Well, that's a good question. Um, well, besides the fact that I feel like as my own character, as Eberus, I a lot of times want to do the evil thing because I, I like to see the conflict and how it will play out. I feel like a lot of us would be dead at this point if I were the GM, mainly because I would just make it happen um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'd want to see what else could happen. Um, but I guess like going into a specific situation, um, take like the that area where it was kind of like in the cave with the queen Grindelow. Um, I feel like if I had been GM, I would have made it like a significant battle like it was. And then after when we were all excited or something, we would have like turned around and seen like a Grindelow army or something. And then we all would have died. So it's good <laughs> that I'm not GM because basically it's we just don't make it. <laughs> so really the big difference is more team kills, less gameplay. <laughs> mm, yes, we would have a lot more character building, <laughs> um, a lot fewer episodes and probably a lot angrier of a table. <laughs> What fun. <laughs> so vote me for GM. <laughs> crazy crazy questions. questions. I like these questions. I know it puts a lot of pressure on me to make one. Alright. Um <clears throat> ninety-two hot fudge Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really give me a run for my money. <laughs> that would be amazing um, and disgusting. Um, if Aaron, if you were a character in this game instead of GMing, what kind of race and class would you want to be? Okay, let's see. What's not represented? Well, I'd probably go halfling, because like I said, I really enjoy the halfling race. Um, and I'm, I tend to be like a what is the party need type of character builder sometimes, so... I think I would probably go for a cleric, since there doesn't seem to be any clerics. We have healers, luckily, but uh, the other parts of the of the cleric aren't there. So I'd probably go with a halfling cleric with some fun, weird twist on it, like maybe um, follows a trickster god or something like that to make a little bit more fun. Um, what kind of character would be difficult for you to play? Clearly not the female ones, because you, you are playing a female. What do you mean by kind of character? Like, um, like personality. Personality? Or like alignment, you know. Morals. I feel like, like, if I'm strictly alignment, I feel like a lawful evil is difficult to play like chaotic evil is in my opinion like the easiest alignment to play because you just do things that to our morality are bad and it breaks laws it's boom chaotic evil but like following laws but doing things that are evil 
I feel like that'd be a little difficult to do. Of course, <clears throat> lawful doesn't necessarily mean following the laws of the land, but having following your own law. Right. Yeah. Right. Having a so code, like yeah. a code of like, like a code of a god or Just something like that. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the other reason why I think it would be kind of hard. Yeah, all you gotta do is be a lawyer, right? Much. Tax accountant or a politician. President. These days, that's more chaotic. <laughs> Wasn't gonna go there, but yes. <laughs> I'd kind of like to know other the things. other angle of that. What what um type of character mechanics would be hardest for you to play? Right, because you're playing an or- oracle, kind Which of a complicated tricky. caster class already. Big spell list kind of a lot going on with revelations with your curse um so it's already kind of a fairly complicated class to play but what what type of character mechanics would be hardest for you to play um i think if there was like a lot more involved in like actual bookkeeping for the character while playing it would be a little more difficult to do, but that make, I mean, it makes more sense. There's more work for it. Like a, an example of a class that I can think of would be the kineticist, just because yeah. you've got to choose elements at, as you level up. You can focus or not focus on elements. You've got this, the, the one mechanic of burn causes other abilities to give you bonuses based on how much you have. And then I'm the, getting confused just hearing. And then the, those abilities also <laughs> have their own things that like give those. you bonuses. So like you're constantly changing. I feel like if I did that, I'd have to have either a digital or paper spreadsheet that just had everything mapped out, and then just like move this like coin or something along it to indicate where I'm at. Like, oh, I have three points of burn. I get this bonus to my st- stuff but i have this much subdual di- or not subdual um non-lethal damage it's, it's i feel like mess. that would be the harder yeah, thing I, to do i think another uh bookkeeping class that really is like vigilante um oh, I, I haven't even read it them yeah. i don't <laughs> think i will ever read that class don't. Vigilante would be very hard to play in this campaign, right? Because oh, yeah. literally everybody who's a sentient human in the entire campaign already knows all of us. <laughs> kind of hard to hide your identity. Yeah, exactly. Aaron? In the world of Galarian, do people die if they eat too many toaster strudels? Well, I would probably say yes, because there aren't toasters, so (laughs) it's got to be magical and more than likely created for the purpose of enticing you to eat them because they look so delicious um, and gooey and hot uh, and flaky and I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and they have that nice, like, cream cheese frosting. Yes, that you can exactly. I've never had a so, toaster strudel. What? There's out. I don't, even, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> there's got to be something the wrong with them right. if you find them in Galarian. That is a poisonous magic strudel. Yes, exactly. So, and as, it sounds gross. I, I think as the necessary callback to a like previous question, would be like, how many strudels could you family. eat in a day? <laughs> All right, though. Can I? Oh, gosh. Now I know where you're standing. I could eat lots of strudels. <laughs> you can't change my mind, Sarah. Like no space. It's ingrained 96 in my boxes. <laughs> I mean, 96 boxes. It's rough. That's a lot of randomness in the amount of strudels you're going to have to eat. What is happening right now? Uh, John and Aaron are now rolling 96 to discover how many strudels they have to eat during this 23. show. How many do you have to eat? 23 boxes of strudel. Boxes? Oh, it was like boxes? Oh, God. Like, I have lots of ones. I'll just eat one of yours so I can try it. That sounds awful. <laughs> 28 <laughs> boxes. It depends what flavor is strudel. Oh, they have different flavors. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like Pop-Tarts and it's variety. But, but it takes, you have to flakier. put stuff on it. 
Well, it gives you it gives you a you packet so to draw on top of it. Your own frosting. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Pastry. In my household, it was already done because we had a pop tart. <laughs> it didn't require any effort. In my household, we made pop tarts. <laughs> we had a pop tart factory. <laughs> crazy question for <gasps> crazy Courtney. Wow, that's three for you. It's just in my nature. <laughs> okay, let's see. <clears throat> Crazy question. Okay, true or false? false? Giraffes eat lizards. False. Are you sure about that? Where is this giraffe located? Galarian. Oh, I'm not <laughs> sure. Are there leaves giraffes. available? There are, but they're, you know, Lizard made leaves. of... Lizards. <laughs> All right, now. Okay, then yes. <laughs> this question just got crazy. I'm going to go, yes. Giraffes, fact, eat lizards. Specifically those, like, really big ones. The dragon lizards. Oh, the Gila. Mm. The those Gila monsters. Kimono. The, the kimono, kimono Gila monsters. <laughs> Com- I, I believe that's pronounced Komodo. <laughs> no, this so is not to be confused John, with the dress. Dojo. The clothing item. This is the Galarian. The This is the Galarian Kimono dragon. It's just a normal dragon, but elegantly of, adorned but it in was, silks. It of, like Japanese fashion sense. <laughs> the Kimono dragon. Um, but to answer your question, yes. Komodo dragons are eaten by giraffes. True or false? That is false. even more specific. <laughs> but true. False. <laughs> but true. And I know Good this because know. I created the Komodo okay, dragon. let's see. Giraffes. <laughs> gotta find a place for them. <laughs> yeah, giraffes. I'm pretty sure they're oh, somewhere on the fun. island. <laughs> Crazy, Crazy question! question. Another... Another crazy question for Courtney. Courtney, if you had a lizard-eating giraffe, no, please, no. Yes. No no questions about giraffes, no questions about Sundays. Jeez, I'm blanking now. I know, there's no other options. It's all redundant. You also can't use rhinos. Rob has been shot. I've already asked you what you would do as a GM. I'm running out of I'm running out of craziness. We can here, we can frankly. trade the crazy to someone else. Um, if your infant daughter were a Pathfinder character, mm-hmm. what type of character would she be? She would probably be a gnome because <laughs> she's really small, um, but she's also really mischievous and in a way that isn't obvious. You know, like you'll look at her and you're like, oh, it's just a cute little girl. But then you'll look at her eye and you'll see it has a twinkle. And then you'll know something bad has already happened. So, yes, she would be a gnome. She would be like uh, like the Harry Potter gnome. You, she would be like a slave? Right house elf? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, in personality. <laughs> No, and you give her clothes. What right? is that? Oh, Dobby. Yeah, you know how Dobby is like a slave, <laughs> like your think... infant daughter. <laughs> I can't think of any of his lines right now, but he's always like, oh, la, la, Harry Potter. and then he does something like really bad, and then he just clicks his fingers and he disappears. Oh, yeah, like when he takes away the the thing in his room. You mean like when he takes away the necessity of the plot of a magical oh. experience because he's way too powerful? Is yeah. that uh, how yeah. you tell her? <laughs> yes, that is. She is a. She is Herself. a. Herself. <laughs> to answer your question. <laughs> to answer your question. In in summary, my daughter she would is be a house elf. In glare. Even though those don't exist yet. No, they do. If the giraffe eating the kimono dragon exists. I think the house elf also does. I think we need a kimono dragon in the game now, eventually. <laughs> and when we defeat it, we get a kimono. I feel like it needs to be an NPC that's, you know, well-spoken. Oh, it's a person? Well, no, it's a kimono oh, dragon. It, kimono it just dragon. happens okay. to be sentient. Mm-hmm. I think kimono dragon also Why else would it be wearing clothing? Yeah, exactly. Where did it <laughs> get a kimono if it sorry, couldn't talk guys. to the elegant clothing store vendor? That's true. It was probably custom made. Really pretty obvious stuff I, here. I'm sorry. I missed <laughs> that on my own creation. Of kimono dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... 
listen to me, Aaron. Mario. Mario. Aaron. Hey, Aaron. My name at work. Aaron, do you ever have internal <coughs> conflict in making our characters do things that may be harmful to us? <laughs> oh, I like how you changed that. No, I do not. <laughs> I, I, I have a little Appreciate bit of that touch of, uh, uh, of, of craziness that Courtney talked about, um, where I want to see what they will do when I, when they come up to a situation. Um, I haven't really explored it much, but I'm hoping to. Dun, dun, dun. So that's basically cue. Everyone get your second characters ready. <laughs> We're all going down. Aaron is hoping to explore his sadistic side. <laughs> He's hoping to kill one or all of us soon. Well, he did come dangerously close to doing that to Epirus when she once again foolhardily whoa, attempted whoa, whoa. to communicate with those chrismals. Hey, they were cute and fluffy. Yeah, those guys were. Jealous. They weren't fluffy no, at they all. <laughs> they were hard and, and stony. Yeah, they not, were. Not only, did, not only did she get hurt a lot, she wound up getting other people in the party hurt. What? Yeah, I think we need to go back there and teach those guys a lesson. Yeah, here, 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 here. They won't kill us. They're not from a different plane. Like super, super awesome. Just come back there with some new gear. Show no, we should what. send the colonists in there and say it's all good. Go take all the gems, yes. and then like, what could happen? I mean, they'll I, die, but except what could that, happen? We'll live. We'll get to choose our house. Except that, and I'm the still mad at Ramona from for the dead colonists. Zorni already told Ramona about it. <sighs> she would. She. Would. <laughs> you can be their tour guide. Just giving away the game. Just, just saying. And that, my friend, is why I'm not a GM. <laughs> <laughs> the colony is now kaput. Crazy, Crazy question. And it can't be you answering it. <laughs> Four, Ooh. One, two, three. <gasps> Sarah. Okay. I gotta think of a crazy question. Mm, okay. All of a sudden you're walking down Main Street in whatever town you're in, because every town has a Main Street. You trip and fall and you face plant. And all of a sudden your accent is gone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, your Down East you Maine know, accent that you totally have. East. What accent would that be, bub? <laughs> that one. <laughs> hey there, mate. So now, what accent takes this place? Talk to us in your new accent for the rest of the night. Um, I think this is this is my normal voice. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not Noki. Last. No Noki. That's fair. I do that. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sarah has now been replaced with a gnome. Crazy, Crazy question. question. Or Courtney. Or Courtney. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Epirus's parents knock on the door of the hut on the island. What does she do? Whoa. Whoa. Okay. To get some further insight, do they look like her parents? <clears throat> Yes. Okay, because my initial thought is stab, but now that we know that they look like... um, You know what? I think she's going to go on to full like teenager tantrum mode and be like, what the heck? Like, you guys said you were coming back and then you didn't. She's going to be very PO'd. Probably give them a hug reluctantly <laughs> and then go back to her room and be really pouty. And then they'll have to come in and console her and then she'll be like, mom and dad, I'm so mad at you. And then their relationship will continue, but she'll be very mad for a long time. How old is Epirus? Um, she's like, I don't know, 23? <laughs> <laughs> so she's doing a teenage angst. Full on well, but, age reversal. But in her defense, I mean, she missed out on a big chunk of her life with her parents. She had to grow up quick. They did, and obviously, she's... though, they did come back. They came across the ocean. We're on the island. And yeah. mysteriously knew right where you were. Suspicious, don't you think? That is suspicious. <gasps> no, yeah, in that case, she'll stab them. 
<laughs> back to plan A. Back to plan which A. Which is plan Going A back for to everything. Yeah. That's why they call it plan A. There's only Stab one plan. and then ask. Stab, slice, shoot, or burn so far. I burned? You've tried to burn down a number of things. Oh. Yeah. I think you even tried to burn down the ship, didn't you? I was. It just didn't. I take. Did I did and I did think about it. <laughs> I didn't try. Mainly because I looked around the table and saw like shaking heads, like don't well, do it. I mean, you did try to rip the, the mast. Uh, the mast. Off okay, of the but boat. they wanted a proof of my strength. Yeah, that's. I mean, it wouldn't have been great. We would have had to probably rebuild it, but, but I didn't know what else to do. And I, I mean, I could have lifted a pig that I've been already carrying, or apparently. <laughs> Taking down a rhino. What else to do? So I thought I'd destroy something. <laughs> I to show my strength. I could have burned it. <laughs> but instead I just messed with the master. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Is it a crazy question? No. Oh, it's just a Courtney question. Courtney. It is a crazy Courtney. <laughs> Both with K's. Ugh. Crazy with a K. That's right. <laughs> That's so crazy 1990. Okay. Crazy ending in EE, just like Oh, gosh. Crazy. I don't know how it keeps going. <laughs> so, as I'm sure most people out there know, uh, we previously partnered with. Die Hard Dice. Die Hard. Sorry. As most people out there probably know, we previously partnered with Die Hard Dice to do a dice giveaway, which. Um, was very well received. When do you think we'll be having another giveaway and any ideas of what it might be? Well, at our last giveaway, we did it because we reached 100 followers um, on actually kind of several social media accounts. Um, So I guess we had more like, I don't know, more than 100. But either way, our milestone was 100 on Instagram. And I would say that probably our next one would be based on amount of listens, um, because that's a better reflection of our podcast and how it's doing. So I would say probably our next one would be like 5,000 listens. Um, and I would imagine we'd probably give away a metal set, um, maybe with a tray from Die Hard Dice, because they've been nice to sponsor us. Nice. Nice. So keep Dice. listening. <laughs> keep listening and... <laughs> probably some cliche thing they're like keep stuff, rolling yeah. like roll and send roll questions. hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> send Please. us your thoughts really just send us whatever nothing malicious <laughs> yeah that didn't let's stick with roll hard <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't come up with like sayings and slogans just send us your stuff <laughs> may your dice always roll high or low depending on your needs Yes. Well, I'm just saying. It's Die Hard <laughs> Dice, so maybe it's like, roll high, die hard, or something oh, like that. But I feel like that's just mean. Well, die hard is like adamant, right? That's kind of... Well, one I mean, word, if you're going like you die hard, words. I'm die hard about it. Like, I guess like really aggressive or really into it. I, I thought, I was thinking it as like, don't just pass away in your sleep. <laughs> make, sure, <laughs> make sure you go <laughs> out by Kia Epirus. In the bag. Maybe literally, yeah. So, yeah. Good words, Tyler. <laughs> words we'll to work by? on the catchphrase, clearly. Final word podcast. Die hard. <laughs> <laughs> that can be like our sequel. <laughs> That's if I'm GM. <laughs> Everyone's dying. That's another one for Courtney. No, it you is. can re-roll. I can roll that is, that's a lot in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Yes. Four, <laughs> two, no, John. For John. Nice. A crazy, wacky question for Sonia. Or John. Or John. Or for John. Or Marco. <laughs> John, you <laughs> personally like, get transported <laughs> to uh, the Isle of Aslan. Uh, what role do you play in this ridiculous aberration-infested colony? Ooh. That is a good one. 
I would attempt to be moral support, help keep everyone's morale <laughs> up and happy and cheery. And did you bring just, anything with you? I don't know. Did I? Did I get like? Did I intentionally I assume bring whatever or... you've got on you right now? So a pack of dice and a mic. <laughs> A lot of aid other roles going on here. Like, I just feeling. feel like morale's gonna go down when everyone sees you and you're they're like, Oh, we have someone from the, the mainland and you just brought a microphone and some dice. They wouldn't know what this thing is. <laughs> Clearly it's a cudgel. Yeah. We're just gonna be mad. Morale um, boost. I guess just to start, I'd probably just be some sort of physical laborer to begin with. Just can't really uh, see myself filling any super specific role on the island that isn't of... already there. Yeah. yeah, I guess we don't have a lot of magic, so we're not getting much done in Galarian. Unless I suddenly gained magic powers when I entered <gasps> that plane of existence. No, nope. ordinary John. <laughs> <laughs> Plain Jane. Plain yeah, John. I guess at most, maybe I'd get some levels in warrior or fighter, probably. There you go. Cool. Something that has to be trained. Rogue. No, I want to get a gold. Nah. You don't need to fight. You know, I do would like sneaky parts. <laughs> War priest. <laughs> it's yeah. magical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose I could gain divine. You get a little aptitude. Maybe. Take a, take a few years. It That's depends true. if you've got a, the spark in you. The all spark? That's a different spark. <laughs> Just saying. You're going to have some Autobots um, coming your way. Maybe I have a nanite bloodline. Autobots are transported to Galarian. <laughs> what role do they play in the okay, room? There's a dragon giraffe. <laughs> wow, it is 1230. <laughs> and we are acting like it. Speaking of John. Speaking of John. What made you choose your particular character's class over others? Um, I'd say I went with Oracle just because the basic idea of one is that they tend to be kind of like seers, which kind of intrigued me a little bit. Um, so I did some research into them and just through their mysteries, they have a lot of variations of what they can do. You could be melee oriented. You could be buffing your party, debuffing your enemies. Um, kind of a combination of all of them. And through that, the final choice that I made for the mystery was kind of a combination of a story choice just because we're exploring what is essentially uncharted land something that she's been trying to research since she was a child because of stories from her parents and kind of linking the past to the present and that's why she went that's why I wound up going with the time mystery. Cool. Thank you. Sarah. Okay, this is a question I've been meaning to ask you for a while. Uh oh. Um, oh, she's on her knee! <laughs> Sarah. Uh, okay. Um, both our husbands sitting next to us. No, so I consider us good friends. Um, hypothetically, you know, we're on, like, we go on vacation, whatever. I hand you a Snickers bar. What do you do with it? <laughs> I grab it from your hand, unwrap it immediately, and oh. bite into it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Friendship is over? I'm, I'm, we're, it's like a gray area, I guess. She All was right. probably hoping you'd toss it into the pool and yell, somebody pooped in the pool. <laughs> that would have been a Code really brown. good answer. Code brown. Wow, that would have been funny. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Snickers bars, so I guess. Anyway. But you know what? Or strawberry milkshakes. Oh, I know this God. about you now. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, to be fair, I've never given them a chance. You never tried Snickers? No, 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 the, the milkshake. Have you ever blended a Snickers into a strawberry milkshake? Ew, no. Sure but I've also never had the strawberry. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. 
The good part about your answer is that if I had a Snickers and I didn't want it because I don't like them, you could just eat it and then I wouldn't have to do anything with it. Well, I mean, I would like take a bite and then give it to you. I normally have the whole thing. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't want it. Um, I would. (laughs) If someone gave me a Snickers, in case you are ever asked this, um, I would put it in the freezer because I don't want it. And someone might find it someday. And then they'll be like, oh, hidden surprise. And then they'll break their teeth when they try to bite into it. Not my teeth, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's friendship right there, folks. <laughs> I'm glad I know where you stand. <laughs> that was the great Snickers where debate. I stand, and I will now beware any Snickers that may be in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I didn't do anything to them. I just put them in there. I would also be careful of toaster strudels. (laughs) I might eat your hand off. That's that's (laughs) yes, that might happen. (laughs) So, um, I guess that will uh, conclude our pseudo mailbag episode. Um, Way too many uh, crazy questions. (laughs) They were were very fun. That's for sure. Keep listening and keep sending in questions. Yeah, thanks everybody for participating. You yeah, know, those so few who um, caught the message and, and sent something in, keep sending stuff in, and we'll um, we'll keep trying to fit them in. And tune we, in for our, um, our giveaways. Yeah, we fit in most of the questions that weren't absolutely outrageous. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, yeah, there were a few. There were there a, were a couple that ones. grammatically it would be difficult to ask someone. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah i can think of one in particular <clears throat> yep so until next time have fun